get you launching us. If you would pray us in, my friend. All right. Good morning. Uh, Monday morning here, kicking off this series. God, we just ask your spirit comes and inspires us, leads us, guides us. Uh, help us be a blessing to ourselves selfishly and to everyone who's listening here. God, just help these words uh, and thoughts and ideas permeate, just not be empty words, but let them take root as good seeds and grow into change and in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning. So we've got Justin Wolfenberg here. I'm interviewing Jerry Bierman. We're turning the, the cards up a little bit here to get some of his insight and wisdom and this week, I'll, I'll throw out a little teaser of what you think this week is, Jerry, and then I want you to give a big vision cast for the week as well, and then we'll dive into today's topic. And when I, I think about like the church world, you know, and, and we can never talk about Jesus enough or about the gospel enough. We can never like, we never be like, oh, we didn't need to talk about Jesus enough. Mm-hmm. And, uh, not and or, or, or but, but and we need to talk about how we live our daily lives and how our Monday at 10 a.m. looks like, and 2 p.m., and 6.30 p.m. when we go home to our families, and we're diving into the topic of communication. I've just seen so many people in my lives, and myself included, who know a lot about the Bible, but then I'm just terrible at how I communicate to the people I love the most, me, my coworkers, or my wife, or my children. I'm like, you know, almost mentally retarded in how I communicate sometimes, and so whatever I know theological is almost worthless (laughs) if i don't know how to communicate in the small things or my feelings are hurt or 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 we are talking about if i have unmet expectations and what are those and how do i communicate those when i'm holding someone to a standard they don't even know about you know and so this we're going to dive in this week to talk about communication it's the lifeblood of how we live our lives and our theology is only as invaluable as how people feel loved in the midst of who we're around. And so uh, I'm excited to chat and hear from you. So there's my intro for this week and love to hear what you, how you would build upon that or add to that. Yeah. So one of the, you know, again, going back to, you know, Rufus, one of the older guys on this call. Um, and then, you know, I don't know if Cavell's listening to these yet. I think Cavell's 16 or 17, but I found last week, for instance, on greetings, very apropos for a 16-year-old or a 72-year-old, the, the depth that we went, um, it, was really, it was really beneficial for me. So my hope is that, that, uh, that the tribe got a lot out of it as well. And as, as, you, as we switched the gears into communication, and um, as you and I were kind of setting up, you know, talking about this series, like follow through and timelines. And, um, and so one, somebody told me years ago, it's like, what you know, especially as it relates to maybe a customer or a friend, is what did you not say? Um, what did you not communicate to them? But they, in fact, are telling themselves that you did. For instance, um, you know, you you send a request to me, Justin. Hey, Jerry, um, just like today. Hey, no, um, don't feel any obligation. But I'm having lunch at twelve fifteen with a, um, a potential, uh, somebody that might support cap and you're welcome to join us. Well, you didn't say, call me back or text me and, and tell me that you got this message and whether or not you're coming, 
but it could have been implied. And so I think a lot of times things are spoken and then things are not spoken, um, mm. but without understanding Justin and your point of view, it could cause a lot of problems. And I think as a Christian, one of the things that I want to do is I want to reduce or eliminate as many possible constraints from people connecting to Jesus. And so, you know, any friction that you and I have as people based on communication can inhibit our relationship with the Lord. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It's a, yeah, absolutely. That's well said. And so so you free people uh, up when you're thinking about the communication, you're thinking about freeing them up to connect to you and uh, more importantly to God. You don't want any barriers there. Well, and certainly as, as all the, the speakers on PSP have said or implied as well is that, hey, we're not saying I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not suggesting I'm an expert on this topic this morning. Um, this is an area that has caused me substantial challenges personally and professionally. And so these are, as a 54-year-old, these are, these are really interesting topics for me to consider, you know, how can I get better at it today? And so that's the way that I'm coming at this topic is, you know, Lord, how can I get better at this today so I can be a better light for you? Great. Yeah. Perfect perspective. So what, how do you clear up these at unmet expectation timeline kind of stuff? How does that play out for you? Sure. What's usually hindsight as we, as we learn, right? It's when, sure. when the, pain, when the, wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Rufus says, hey, Jerry, you never got back to me on the, the blotty, blotty, blotty. It's like, oh, gosh, I totally spaced. Um, and so I think if I'm doing it well, um, I'm asking that question, right? You're, you're making an invitation to me. Um, again, it could be a customer asking you a question via you know, text, email, phone. And then do you respond? You know, how, many, how many times do you send a text message to somebody, whether it's a client or your spouse or a friend and they don't respond. And then what narrative do you tell yourself that they don't, you know, is it, oh, they're just busy? Or do you tell yourself there's a narrative that they don't care? Um, you know, if, if uh, you know, so anyway, so that kind of communication, if I'm doing it well, I'll ask the question, you know, hey, Justin, just to clarify, what are your expectations of a response for this? And you, gotcha. then- that gives you an opportunity to say, hey, no expectation, just want to make you aware. Or uh, could you respond to me within five minutes? Or can you respond to me within five hours? Or can you respond to me within 24 hours? If you don't clarify those expectations, you know, we've, one of the things that we learned about our faith is wherever there's confusion, that's where the enemy can get in and gets, he, he can get some, gain some ground right there. Yeah, absolutely. So you're you're talking about if you're sending a request, you like to clarify or receiving a request, it is helpful for you to clarify expectations. And how does what does that look like for you in your daily life? Yeah, again, if it's if I'm if I'm doing it well, I'm asking that question. Hey, you know, as we're talking about this, what are your expectations on follow through? And, um, you know, if I could, again, a better, the best version of me is when I'm clarifying statements, you know, is, are you making a statement or is this a quite like, sometimes you'll do that depending on how well you know somebody, like, are you just making a statement right now? Or are you asking me a question? You know, is there any, gotcha. is there any expectations of follow through and all those clarifying statements, I think, um, 
I think are really important. Like, again, from a, from a believer standpoint, like, um, I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to create the impression that I lack integrity, for instance. And so if you send a request, a face-to-face email text, you send uh, some communication to me. And then if I don't clarify, you know, what your expectations are from this communication, Justin, if you don't know me very well, then you start to tell yourself your own narratives, right? I don't respond to you in a timely manner. Well, what's timely? You know what? I mean, that just that word timely, what is, what is timely to, to Jerry might be like 15 seconds timely to Justin might be a month. And so if you don't clarify, um, then you're, you're leaving the other person um, wondering. And when they're wondering, then they start telling themselves narratives. And so it, it is interesting because it might not be you sinning, breaking promises. It might just be you not clarifying and then you're creating wonderment for the other party. And hmm. through the wonderment is where, again, the enemy can get a great um, foothold there. It's like, well, Jerry's just one of those, you know, if, if the, the person's not a believer, then maybe they start discounting me as just a typical, you know, what Zig Ziglar used to say as a Christian, somebody that's not themselves on Sunday, you know, that like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy. I want to be known as somebody that's authentic, transparent and um, with integrity. Right. Hmm. That's good. And I think we even said this right before we started recording, but we said in every relationship, there's always unannounced, unexpressed expectations that's the baseline we would want to like sometimes as christians we think we're better people like i don't have any expectations stop lying right (laughs) we all walk into any any relationship with expectations and so maturity immaturity is denying you have expectations and then your feelings are hurt and and you're holding to some you know maturity is what you're describing as pushing towards the clarity of what expectations is what is a timeline yeah uh, and I feel challenged by that because I'm maybe like, I don't want to offend someone or burden someone. So I don't want to put expectations on them. But maybe what you're saying is, no, we're actually making it creating space for confusion because we're not yeah. being clear on expectations. Yeah. And one, one of the one of the listeners is a coworker of mine right now. Nick Burns is on and Nick's married. And, you know, if you're married, then this topic totally speaks to you. Like Jeff Barber has been married for I don't know how many years, a lot of years, but like the longer that you're married, you, you recognize it's like, my gosh, I didn't even say anything. And she's, you know, ticked off and because of the narratives that they're telling themselves, right. You know, or the implied. And so it's like, you don't have to look far to realize, like in my case, the challenges that um, communication follow through timeline expectations has caused all kinds of challenges. Um, and marriage is, marriage is a perfect example or an opportunity for us to, you know, to, to learn or in our, maybe my case, in, in Rufus's case, relearn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say marriage, all marriage problems or 80 to 90% of all marriage problems are communication problems. If you teach two people how to communicate, uh, you can solve almost all marriage problems. Yeah. And again, it's like the assumption is, wow, this should be easy. This is the person I love and live with. You know, this should be easy. And we have this assumption that we're good people. 
And when I'm mentoring young men, I'm like, you assume you're going to be terrible at this. I'm terrible at it. Like you need all the help you can get, you know, like, why do you think it should be easy? You have the wrong theology. You don't understand anything about how the world works, you know? And it's like, communication is the crucible of how we live our lives. And it's super difficult. And I think uh, we're always in this should or uh, feeling shame because we're not naturally good at it. And I'm like, no, no, no. The wise people just realize they're not good at it and they want to get better. And so they're learning and they're developing systems or ways of doing things. And to your perspective, you just have a high belief on clarifying communication because it's preserving the relationship, you know. Yes, and, and, and again, to state the obvious, especially for those like Nick that know me well, or Jeff is like, I'm not suggesting I do this well. And as a matter of fact, the probably the frustrations that Jeff and I've had over the years is probably uh, unmet expectations or miscommunication between the two of us. And one of the things that I'm really good at, Justin, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an expert at giving myself the benefit of the doubt. Like I, like I am, I am. My intentions were great, so it doesn't. Yeah, obviously, right. Yeah, yeah I am world class at giving myself the benefit of the doubt, and uh, but I'm not so good at at giving other people. And Bowser, Paul Bowser, who's a mutual friend of ours, uh, um, shared with me that that API, um, you know, assume positive intent, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times we just don't do that. But again, going back to our faith, again in the marketplace or in your home as, as a follower of Jesus, you know, I want to reduce any, as, as much, as much constraints as I can reduce um, to prevent people from being drawn to the Lord. So I think, again, going back to greetings last week or communication this week, I think one of the things that happens that is very humbling for, uh, for us to consider is that the Lord uses us to um, be a light, right? We've heard that expression before, to be a light so other people can see the Lord through you. Like, not from an ego standpoint that, you know, the, that they can see the Lord in you, right? Or by your actions, but that your actions in the way that you engage people, it, it allows the Lord to reveal himself to them. I think that's, that's something that I would, I would love the Lord to use me for more which means I need to get better and better at this, especially communication. Yeah. So if we're wrapping up as we hit 7.30 here, I feel like there's a theme that I'm gathering is there's every relationship we're in, there's a series of expectations going on. And so we should be driving towards clarifying what those are. And assuming everyone is okay is a bad assumption. (laughs) Uh, People are getting hurt left and right in our work relationships, marriage relationships, you know, customer relationships, whatever they are, because we're not communicating what we expect or clarifying maybe what they expect. Uh, Like I did, I kind of left you with an open-ended, not clear expectation. So we had a conversation. It was like, oh, okay, great. Easy to solve once expectations were clear. Uh, uh, but good. harder when there wasn't enough information. And I feel like that's a good walk away for me of like keep doubling down on communicating expectations and and uh, not being afraid to like burden someone or something. Uh, and I might be doing the opposite. So that's that's helpful, Jerry. Thank you. It's good stuff. Well, and I'm excited to hear the rest of the guys this week unpack this. Um, so yes. It'll be, it'll be interesting. I'm sure the Lord will, oh, I'm, I'm sure I will learn a lot this week, Justin. All right, my friend. Absolutely. Listen to the rest of our Monday. 
All right, Lord. Uh, yeah, I just pray these this the simple things, Lord, sink into my heart, and I become a better communicator this week after hearing and being inspired by other believers. I thank you just for today of just helping me think through, uh, even on a deeper level, uh, the simple things of invitations and communication and expectations, Lord. We just bless you and bless this tribe. May we look more like Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well done. Love you, Justin. Love you guys. Have a great Monday.